Thank you for listening to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning. We believe that by creating positive habits in sleep, mindset, nutrition, relationships, movement, mobility, and training, you have the ability to become better than yesterday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Star Strength and Conditioning and me, Paul Dick. Today, I've got an amazing guest on. I've got Sydney Mikulishan. We're doing a remote podcast, and uh, she was the 25th fittest woman in the world in the 2021 CrossFit Games. Um, it was cool being able to go there and, and see her perform. I was there with Ray last year um, coaching him and uh, was able to see Sydney perform as well and run into her in the back warm-up area and chat, and she was just always so full of energy and just so happy to be there. And uh, I thought that chatting with her would make for a great podcast. Um, At the time, she was training with Team Robo, and now she is out training at CrossFit New England full-time. And uh, it's pretty cool just getting a a chance to talk to her, see what her training was like, what the the volume was like, and uh, her experience going to the CrossFit Games the first time. And uh, today... At the MAC, she just qualified to go to the 2022 CrossFit Games this year, and uh, it was awesome watching her compete over the weekend and uh, finishing with uh, a strong second-place finish with a field of amazingly strong women. And uh, yeah, hopefully you like it. This is a two-part episode, and um, yeah, we'll put the other one out next week, but uh, enjoy the first part, and yeah, hopefully you can give her a follow on Instagram or wherever, and uh, check out what she's got going on, and cheer her on. Hope you like the show. Good morning, Sid. How's it going? I'm just like choking down a protein bar, so I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, good. I'm eating popcorn, so... You're eating popcorn? Yeah. Okay, cool. So is this like a... I was eating chips and and guac, so it was really good. Okay, awesome. I'm all about the snacks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure we'll chat about that a little bit, but that's awesome. Is this like a rest day for you, like Sundays? Yeah, got nothing going on today. That's always nice. Yeah, Sundays is completely out of the gym no yeah. I don't go there at all so no cool so is there anything you like to do specifically on your rest days um I like to well right now it's like super nice weather here so I've been really loving like trying to get outside lay outside in the sun can take yeah. advantage of like getting way more months of that than back at home so no usually kidding. I just like take some take some naps sit outside um eat a lot of food and just like try not to do anything. Like I try and do as nice. little movement as possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. And what's so yeah. what's the temperature like there now? I think it's 20 today. Oh, really? Okay. I think yeah. we're supposed to be getting some of that this week. Like it's, I don't, you probably know that it's, it's been really shitty here lately. <laughs> like if you've been yeah. talking to people back at home. Yeah, my parents just showed me what like the backyard of our house looks like and it's all flooded and oh yeah it's apparently insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's I've never yeah, I've never seen like weather like this in spring. Just the the rain and then the freezing and thawing and everything like that. Like the roads are shit and it's yeah, you look everywhere and there's just water standing everywhere. It's unreal. 
I've never seen anything like it. Like they just showed me like yeah. the backyard and it's all like a lake. Like it actually looks crazy because everything's melting, yeah. but there's yeah. nowhere for it to go. I, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, but hopefully, hopefully things are turning and that we're going to get some nice weather soon. So yeah. Some twenties yeah. this week. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. So are you, are you missing being at home? <laughs> so there's like parts of it like it's that's like a that's a hard question because I don't miss um like the weather I don't miss that but I miss yeah. like my people I miss like obviously I miss my home gym and I miss my family and my friends and like that type of aspect um a lot like I miss that a lot but I don't miss Winnipeg specifically like <laughs> that one definitely especially leaving when I did leave like leaving in February was like the best yeah. because yeah. I missed such a brutal like February March April um so that part I would like look at photos and like talk from people back home and I'm like I don't miss that at all but it's more of just like the connections like because I moved here like by myself right so yeah definitely yeah. missing my people is this like the first time you're living on your own as well yeah yeah okay yeah well I'm like living so I'm living with members at the gym um, okay. that I go to now. Um, so I'm kind of all over the place. I've kind of lived like in a whole bunch of different places. Um, yeah. But most, um, the most time uh, or the most permanent place that I've lived is with um, this really awesome couple. Um, their name's April and Patrick. They go to the gym. Okay. They're just regular right. members. And I live with them um, for like a more permanent place. And then right now I'm actually staying in an apartment for the next two months, month and a half, just myself. So I kind of like, wherever's like open, I kind of like bounce around type of deal. <laughs> okay. So, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I don't really have a permanent place to live here right now. Um, I'm kind of figuring that out for, for this time that I'm here. And then my plan is to come home uh, in the summer. And then when I come back out, I'm hoping to have like my own personal place. Okay. All right. Yeah. Awesome. But as of right now, I'm just kind of like bouncing around, you know? Yeah. Well, it, it's nice having somewhere to stay and you're not like sleeping on a park bench or anything like that. So that's good. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have so many, like I genuinely, people here are absolutely incredible. Like I have so many options like yeah. to live with people. That's um, incredible. And I'm staying in a lady's house or a lady's apartment that, um, goes to the gym as well, but she's going home and she's not here for a while. So now I have like my own space for like close to two months. So okay. yeah, everyone's like, so, so nice. Like I would never, never be not with a place to stay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I know I, I sent you a bunch of questions, right? Um, did you take a look at them at all or? Oh my gosh. No. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Questions. Yeah, that's fine. We can just go off the, we can just yeah uh, no it was just it was just like I don't know how have you done like a podcast before or like anything yeah have, okay all right so I was like I just want to throw some stuff at you just so that like you know you have some time to like look at it and be like oh don't ask me this or whatever but yeah whatever I'll just I'll just throw it out at you so yeah that of, sounds great I cool. must have missed it or something <laughs> that's okay that's okay so we can just uh, go off of uh off of whatever yep Nope. That's cool. So yeah, I kind of wanted to maybe start out with like, um, what, what was it like, you know, growing up, were you athletic at, you know, to, to get to where you are right now? Like, it's kind of like yeah. lo looking back, like from when you were a kid and stuff like that, 
you know, what was your, your physical activity like growing up, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I've always been like very physically active. Like that would kind of just be like my thing. So even when I, I feel like my earliest memories of just like being active was like in kindergarten or grade one, like, um, at school, like my recess activity was like playing on the monkey bars. And that was like yeah. my thing. Like, I, I feel like I went to school to go on the monkey bars at recess. Like that was like yeah. my purpose. Like <laughs> I just fell in love with all things gymnastics, like all things like hanging and swinging from the monkey bars. Like that was my first love. And then my parents were like, she needs to go in gymnastics. So I went very, very quickly into gymnastics by probably like the age of four. And I fell in love with that. Uh, so that was like my first love sport wise. And I competed uh, gymnastics until I was like 13 years old. So okay. that was kind of like my first introduction to sports and being athletic. And I just loved anything that involved like moving your body and stuff like that. So gymnastics was an easy type of like transition and competed there um, till I was 13. And then I was like, I don't really want to do that anymore. You kind of got to decide at that age if you're going to like go full in or, or not. And I was like, I want to try volleyball. And for some reason, I was just like really drawn to that sport. Um, so then I ended up playing volleyball until I was 19. So I took that, um, I turned that into a scholarship for myself to go to university, to go to school. So I played from 13 till 18. I made the University of Manitoba women's team and I played there for two years, I think 2018 and 2019. Okay. I found CrossFit in 2018. So kind of gymnastics and volleyball was my, was my background, but kind of, I feel like gymnastics set me up to kind of pick yeah. whatever sport yeah. I wanted to do after that. Yeah. Just cause like the body awareness and the athleticism. Yeah. And like, I'm also a really, like I'm short to play volleyball, like I'm five, six. So all growing up, I was, I was able to play in the front row until, until I hit university. And then it doesn't matter how high you can jump when you go to university. Like you're, if, if you're not over five ten like you're getting put in the back row. So yeah. I just felt fortunate. Like I just gained a lot of body awareness and I had like, I was pretty athletic. So I was able to play in the front row and be like a good player um, all the way up until I was 18. And then I feel like my athleticism helped me make the university team, which was a goal of mine when I started uh, back when I was 13. So gymnastics for the win for sure. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And so when you were doing gymnastics as a kid, were you, how many hours a week were you putting in? I think I was on the lower end of being competitive. Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing the crazy like 20 hours 20, a week type of deal. Yeah. No, I think I stopped when that was the point where it was like, hey, like, if you want to do this, you can do it or not. Like, you kind of got to choose. And I think I stopped right before I got to the crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, so I was probably in the gym, I'm going to say four or five times a week. Okay. Um, that's, so a decent that's still amount, a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like two to three hour practices. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's still a lot of volume for a kid, right? <laughs> It is. It is a lot of volume. And I loved it too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that helps. I know like my mm -hmm. daughter's in gymnastics now. She just goes to Kips like one hour a week just to kind of like try it out and get her feet wet and see if she likes it sort of thing. I know an yeah. hour a week isn't isn't a whole lot, but just kind of like, you know, get out, see, see if you like it and 
you know, post post COVID, we didn't know if there was going to be like lockdowns and stuff like that still. But um, yeah, it, it, is there any COVID out there, by the way? Do you mind me asking? Oh, there definitely is. Yeah. Um, okay. Like I got COVID uh, the week of quarterfinals, so it's definitely here. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just like it's less. I don't want to say serious. Yeah. Like there were mask mandates in the different, um, I guess you can say towns. Yeah. So, but it's they're all they're all like lifted now. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Still floating around for sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be gone for good. So. No. Um. So you're saying like you're you're obviously very competitive in volleyball and in in gymnastics when you were growing up. Um. Were those mm -hmm. like the main two sports that you played, or did you do like other stuff as well just for just for fun even yeah I'm those were my main two sports but I did run track in high school and I would say I was very competitive there I just didn't have any time to do it like as an extracurricular like outside of school okay. um so track track and field doing the pentathlon that was my event in high school so the the pentathlons high jump uh triple jump 800 meter 100 meter and shot put so you compete in all five and then yeah. you get like an average yeah. score for those five so that was my that was my event in high school and I was very competitive there I loved it um yeah. if I wasn't going yeah. to university to play volleyball I had a track and field option oh, so cool. I was yeah so that was it wasn't a tough decision like I knew like volleyball was obviously my my thing but yeah I still really like track and would definitely have done that okay yeah cool. so so you got into crossfit you said 2018 2019 yeah may of 2018 is when i think i i joined uh team robo okay and then how so how did that start how did you get into that and what did that look like um do you know who kelsey jordan is the name sounds familiar i don't i can't put a face to it though okay so um I know her from, well, I played volleyball with her. So she was the setter on our university team. So I grew up playing against her uh, in okay. volleyball. And then we ended up on the same university team. So she's the same age as me. So we were in the same recruiting class. And that's when I first met her. But she's done CrossFit out of um, CrossFit Rocked in Brandon for, like, with her family for years and years and years. Like, she's been doing it uh, for forever. So when I met her, we played a whole season together. And then that summer she was like, Hey, I do CrossFit in the off season. Like you should try it too, if you want. And I was like, Ooh, that sounds fun. So Kelsey Jordan is the reason why I do CrossFit now. <laughs> Cause she was like, I think you'd be really good at it. You should try it in the off season. Yeah. So I, cause yeah, May is about when our season ends. Um, so I just like Google maps, like the closest gym to my house. And it ended up being, uh, CrossFit Roborian at the time, but Team Robo now, and okay. just like drove there, and the rest is history. Never left. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so you tr tried a class out, got hooked, and then just kind of kept going from there. And did, so, was there ever any goal of like going to the games or being like highly competitive in it, or you you had that competitive personality going into it already? So, what did you know? What did you, oh, yeah. you think when you started? So. I knew I wanted to, like, I, I don't think I've ever really gone into any sport not wanting to be competitive. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, I wanted to do it for fun mostly. And I 
like I started doing it because I wanted to get into shape for the next volleyball season. So I started in uh, May and I was like, I just started doing classes. So I would go to one class a day, um, fell in love with it. I think I went every single day for that entire, so from May until volleyball started in September, I think I went like every day for maybe the first month. And then I started doing like two a days right after that, doing class um, and then like doing more stuff after that. And I didn't have any goals of going to the games. I didn't even really know what the CrossFit games were back then. Um, I was just trying to get in shape or more in shape to play volleyball because volleyball was still my thing. Like I was going to play another season in September. So that was kind of the thing. And then by September, so I'm going to say by January of the following year. So by January of 2019, I was like, in the middle of my volleyball season, I was just like, this is it. Like, this is my last year doing this. Like, I want to go, I want to make the CrossFit Games. Like, I had known enough yeah. of it by then. And I was like, really wanted to spend as many hours as I could in the gym. And I was like, I think this is something I could do. Like, I kind of want to go for it. So. Cool. So, yeah. so spending that, spending that hour plus a day in the gym, going into your volleyball season in September, how like how did you feel going into that season or did like were you turning heads and were people like holy shit like this this girl's gotten pretty pretty fit and pretty jacked or what <laughs> okay so this is the funny thing uh like that translated to no volleyball skills whatsoever really <laughs> like like I did not play a, I probably in my entire two-year volleyball career I probably played a total of eight minutes <laughs> so there's really nothing that we can compare to like volleyball skill wise but okay. people were definitely like whoa she's really getting like more jacked or like she's lost a little bit of weight or just like all like little things like that like because I wasn't allowed to be doing this like I was doing this completely under the radar like I <laughs> I had to have stopped so I could do it in my off season but by September came around like I was fully committed to the university team like if I was if people found well people did find out but if my coach found out at that time that I was doing that and playing volleyball like that would have been a big no really so I was kind of just people were just kind of like oh you look really good like and I'm like thanks <laughs> <laughs> I'm you know type of I'm just eating well that's it <laughs> yeah like I would come to practice like because I was learning how to like Olympic lift I had like bruises all over my legs or like the muscle up rash from the straps on the muscle yeah. ups um Good I would just be like yeah <laughs> so I mean it didn't really translate but I could just I could feel that I was getting fitter so even though I didn't really play um I was just I knew that I was getting better and at that point I was like I don't care if this translates to volleyball because I knew that I was going to be done after that year I was like putting all my effort into getting better at the actual sport of CrossFit at that point so I was getting fitter, but like, I was just handing balls at practice. Like I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you're putting in more time. So was it just like more, more volume or were you spending a lot of time on, on technique to build a good foundation and stuff like that in, in the beginning there? It was a little bit of both. It was, it was definitely both. Like I was spending a lot of time doing well, we did a lot of volume. Like I would say the majority of what we did was just getting fit. Like we focused on technique and the Olympic lifts and all that type of stuff. Like I probably Olympic lifted like every single day for my first year. 
But I think the thing that got me fit really, really quick was that we just did a shit ton of volume. Like we would just do Metcons and we would just get fit and it would be really, really hard. But we were like, these are where the girls are. You just need to get fitness. Like you just need to bank time. Fitness in the bank is what we called it. Like they just have years and years and years on you. So like you just have to get fit and like, it's not sustainable for like a whole career. But to get from where you start to like where you want to be competitive, like to bridge that gap, mm-hmm. I think that was the most like, like that's how we got, that's how we were successful so quick. Like in my opinion, like I genuinely just spent a lot of time in the gym. Like I would, I would skip my classes at school. Like I would not go to school so I could make sure I got all my, my workouts in, like all that type of stuff. Like I was just super, super into it. Like I'd be like, oh crap, I got to leave in 30 minutes. Oh, I have two workouts left. I guess no school today type of thing. It was okay. just, that okay. was my, that was kind of my thing. We just spent, did a lot of volume, like Metcons and technique, but mostly just really, really good, good volume. We were able to get a lot of, a lot of fitness in a short amount of time. All right. So when you're talking about yeah. a lot of volume, what does that look like? I was probably at the, most it sounds insane to say now but I was doing like 10 pieces a day um and so how probably like how much like how much what were the durations of those those 10 pieces for example yeah so one of them was probably like an olympic lift so we'll we'll take one and make it like a lift probably I'm gonna go six to seven was probably metcons in the range of eight to 20 minutes one of them was probably closer to 40 minutes and then the other piece was probably more of like a a warm-up or a run or a rowing interval skiing interval something like that but the bulk of what we did was like eight to like 20 minutes of just different variations of of metcons and I probably did six to seven of those every single day plus my lifting I didn't really do that very much strength work at the beginning I had that come very naturally to me um but I just had no uh endurance no cardiovascular fitness whatsoever so we just kept on kept on doing that for like a year and that was the most volume um metcon wise I've ever done yeah that's yeah that's a lot so how many how many hours would that that those 10 pieces take including Um, including recovery and everything like that yeah so I was probably doing um 9 30 like I was in the gym by 9 I was starting by 9 45 10 probably like three hours in the morning three hours in the evening so like six hours total in the gym and then my recovery was from I guess one o'clock and I would start again at four. So like then a three hour recovery block in the afternoon. So like six hours gym, gym time total, which is pretty standard. I feel. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little bit more than that now, but yeah. cause it's like changed focus a little bit, but we're, I'd say the total like gym volume and like time spent what I did back then is very similar to now. Yeah. Yeah. And with some of the, so say you were doing like six pieces, you were saying from anywhere from like eight to 20 minutes, were those mostly like, you know, couplets, triplets, stuff like that? 
Um, it varied quite a it varied quite a bit, but the majority of it was focused on was high rep gymnastics. Actually, that was our okay. that was our focus at the beginning of of everything. Like just me moving my body weight um, for for just like lots of rounds, lots of reps, um, and anything gymnastics related. So I would also so yeah, uh, couplets, triplets. It was like honestly all type of variation like that. Um, but lots of, it was very heavily gymnastics focused. The barbell came very natural. Cool. So that we, we probably did two, maybe, yeah, maybe two barbell pieces. The rest were either body weight running focused or gymnastics focused. And a lot of them were vested as well. So I would wear like a weight vest to get used to, to doing gymnastics with more than my body weight. And then when I took it off, it was like, whoa, this, uh, this really works. So easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So you, so you made it to the games. So 2021, like last year, you made it to the games. So within three, three years of starting CrossFit, you made it there, which mm -hmm. is, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty amazing. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no, no problem. Like I know for some people, it's a very like long, long process. And it's cool seeing like, games athletes posting you know before they even started or when they just first started getting into it to like where they are now sort of thing um yeah and it's cool to see the the process and I know there's there's people that still you know they they come in and they're like yeah I want to go to the games next year I'm like um okay uh <laughs> like you know what are your what are your numbers look like and how much training are you putting in and all that kind of stuff and because you never mm -hmm. want to say this you never want to say to someone like you know it's that's not possible. It's not going to happen sort of thing. Yeah. It's like anything's possible if you're willing to put the work in, but, uh, yeah. you know, like just kind of listening to what kind of volume you put in right off the bat and sort of like leading up to it. Like that's, that's a mm -hmm. lot. And I think most people don't, don't have an idea of how much like work and time and dedication and recovery that takes. So, yeah. um, what's, I guess what did that what did that look like or feel like because you you had the goal of going to the games right so what yeah. did that look like you know over you know the the years that you were doing that like recovery wise or did you feel like you were giving a, up a lot to do that sort of thing uh yeah but it doesn't feel like it when you want it so I guess I guess when I first wanted it um so Justin has been my coach since I started. He's um, like the first one that I met when I walked into Robo and we've worked together since day one. So when I was like, hey, I wanna, I wanna do this full time type of deal. We both kind of like, we sat down together and he kind of like laid out to me like, hey, like this is like, this is what we're gonna do. Like, this is how we're gonna do it. Like, cause then some people would be like, oh shit, no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was because he knows what it takes to get there. Like he's he's been coaching and doing this for a long time, and he knows exactly like the hours you got to put in, the the dedication you have to do. So he sat down with me and he's like, "This is what we're gonna do." Like we made a whole plan. Um, we would make we would make like a plan. This was like the first time we sat down together. So this was probably like I'm gonna say like early 2019, like maybe like January, 2019, when I, when I went to him and I was like, Hey, I'm going to quit volleyball in 
four months and I'm, I'm all yours. Like, I want to do this. Like, do you want to work together? Like, do you want to do this? And he was like, yeah. Like, so we sat down and made it all out and he told me like what it's going to take. And I was like, okay, I'm in. So from that point, I knew kind of what I had to do. Like I knew the hours I had to put in. I knew that whatever he wrote me programming wise, I was just going to do it. Like there was no negotiation. Like there was no nothing like, like I just had full faith and full trust that he knew what exactly it took. And I was just like, you tell me what to do. I'll do it. Like, I'm really, really good at, I guess, I don't want to say following direction, but I really like just having someone be like this, this, like, tell me where to go. Have I'll structure. Just yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really yeah. need to think about it. Like, I just want to do it. So that's kind of what we did. Um, and that basically stayed the same from when we started till now, just obviously as I changed as an athlete, um, our direction or our focus kind of changed. So the first year was just like, Metcons, you just need fitness in the bank. Like that's what we called it. Um, so he would just write me workout after workout and I would just do running workout after running workout, gymnastics workout after gymnastics workout and just get hammered with volume. And that was the best thing that I probably could have done. Cause I feel like I just gained, like I said, so much, so much in such a short time. And that kind of set me up. Um, so that's what we did first. And then I guess 2020 was a weird year. I kind of call that a wash year because nothing really happened that year, but I, I was just doing the same thing. Like I competed in at Wadapalooza in 2020, 2019, 2020, one of the two. Oh, just before 2020. So um, we kind of reevaluated after every thing. So after the open, we would sit down and re-talk about what we were doing, but basically everything stayed, stayed the same, just, I knew kind of what I had to sacrifice and that was just like you need to spend x amount of time in the gym or all these workouts are going to take x amount of time so this is what you have to do and if you want to be able to do that again the next day you can't really go out at night you can't really do this like balance is important and you do have to have it in there but it's not a it's not very balanced yeah I guess you yeah. Can well, I guess if you're wanting to be highly competitive in, in anything, then yeah, you're going to have to make some, some sacrifices and, and not just like going out and hanging out with friends and stuff like that, but it's just like, you need to focus on recovery so that you can repeat this every day. Right. Yes. So, um, so when you, like, when you got into this, obviously like you had that gymnastics background and all that, you were, you were a good mover to begin with, right? Like you had great body awareness and stuff like that. So did you find that yeah. was easier to be able to put all that volume on top of like I could I could imagine someone maybe not having the body awareness that you had um jumping into it throwing a ton of volume in like that maybe having some reduced range of motion or restricted range of motion and stuff like that like potential for injury would be a lot higher how did you feel like with your body and recovering with all that volume um I think I I think we did as good as we could have like I definitely feel that because I moved well enough looking back at where I was and to where I am now, I, it's hard for me to say that I moved well. Um, but I did like, I moved well enough where like everything that I did, like I wasn't in danger of like really hurting myself. Like I've luckily gone. Um, I've had a very good run. I've only had one like major injury since I started. And that was, I wouldn't say that was movement 
related. That was more of just lots of volume and not warming up properly, kind of my own error. But um, I would say that the volume is definitely, it's, it's going to be good for those people that can handle it. I know it's not for everyone and you do have to like have that type of foundational, like good movement to start. Um, so gymnastics definitely helped. Like if I wasn't able to squat or if my overhead mobility was uh, terrible, there would, I definitely would have been super injured. <laughs> like you really got to yeah. like go into that yeah. cautious. No, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess when, when was it that you had a good idea that you were going to be qualifying for the, the 2021 CrossFit Games? Honestly, holy, so 2021 was wild because I didn't really think, I don't know, I guess it just never crossed my mind. Like I knew that I wanted to make the games one day. And when I started CrossFit, I had it written in, in a journal that I wanted to make the CrossFit games by latest 26 years old. Like that was like my goal. And I was like, that would be pretty sweet. Um, and you're how old now? So I'm 22. So okay. I made the games when I was 21. Awesome. So I guess I knew that I had a legitimate shot after quarterfinals of last year. So I placed 15th in North America um, in the quarterfinals last year. And then I was like, holy shit, they take the top 20 at the games. And then I kind of was like, you can fucking do this. Like you got this. So that kind of like lit a fire under me. That was like, you can, you got this if you want it. So I kind of just changed my mindset to like, you are a games athlete. Like this is your year to get it. Um, and then, and then it happened. So it, it, I wasn't going into 2021 20, being like, this is your year. The open went really, really well for me that year too. Um, but I know it's just the open and like, it's not too serious, but the open kind of gave me a, a good confidence going into quarters and then quarters gave me that fire to be like, go to your semifinal and, and, and it's yours if you want it type of deal. So yeah, I guess after quarters. So what was it like to get that email, to open that email with your official invite? That was probably the craziest moment ever. I, I remember I was I was sitting um, at home in our little uh, patio room with my parents and registering for the CrossFit Games like probably two weeks after I qualified and probably the one of the best moments like to date. Like it, it really is special when you get that because something that so many people dream of and I was very fortunate to to be able to have that happen that year. Yeah. And your parents, like how have they been along this journey? Oh my gosh. They, I could, they have been so supportive. Like literally from the time I was as young as I could remember, like wanting to do gymnastics, like they have been so supportive with everything I've wanted to do. I couldn't do this without them. Like they're, they're truly like my biggest fans. Like my dad is obsessed like he knows all the stats he knows everyone he knows exactly where I place like even I don't even know where I place in some workouts or whatever and he he can like recall it off the top of his head all the time so they're just they're just stoked to be along um along with me for the journey so yeah it's unbelievable yeah that's awesome to have that support and then like even people at your gym and stuff like that at Robo like they it seems like everyone's just behind you for this and it's oh my gosh an amazing feeling you you got your letter of acceptance for the games and stuff like that 
and then you started training a bit more, you know, I, I guess out of the box type stuff, right? I would assume. Yeah. So as soon as semifinals was done, um, I think I took probably four to five days off, um, just cause like super intense competition oh, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I think I started games training, like let's go like a week after. So the following week I probably started games training and that was all like, that was like the coolest thing ever. Like probably the funnest time of year. Cause you're just like, you're in it now. Like you, you get to, you get to take it home. You get to, you get to go there and just have some fun and like really showcase your fitness. So I was going to the lake every weekend and I was doing um, swimming and paddling like different variations of like a swim, run, paddle. Um, I was doing tire flips to simulate like the pig flip that we were going to see. Um, I was biking. Um, I was going for like trail runs, like all that type of stuff. So my training definitely um, changed and I did a lot more stuff outside to try and like, you know, we don't yeah. really, we can't really do heat training in Winnipeg very well. Um, no. But for the small months we had, I was definitely training was fun and it was super different. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's the, the variety of workouts at the games is always so awesome to see because it's stuff like you have no clue what's coming at you when you're there. And yeah. uh, like, you know, in the gym, you can do thrusters and, and pull-ups and all that kind of stuff. And I know they still have some of that stuff there, but on a, on a more grand scale, but uh, it's, it's so cool to be able to do like all the different things. Like you said, the swimming, the paddling, the trail running and all that kind of stuff so that you're, you're ready for it. Um, so what, what was it like now actually going, going to the games, you're, you're prepping, you're getting ready. Like, was it, was it surreal? Did you believe it? Or was it like, how did that feel? Um, I, I didn't really, honestly, I didn't really believe it until, until probably three, two, one go over the first event. I was like, holy shit, (laughs) you're at the CrossFit games. I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was, it, it very much was surreal up until like, like I was registered. I was this, I had everything booked. Like we had even, even my check-in, like I was just kind of in awe the whole time. And I'm standing next to these girls that I've looked up to for so long. And all of a sudden we all have zero points and we're all just put on like a same scale type of thing. And I'm like, this is wild. Like this was really, really cool. And then the athlete dinner Monday night, that was very that was like a very big thing. Like that's something you always hear about and all the type of things. So the fact that I got to like go there and experience that it still hadn't sunk in yet. Um, and then I'm standing in the water getting ready for the swim event. We're all there, all 40 girls, all 40 guys got our flippers on, we got our swim caps on. And then Dave's like, stand by. And I'm like, Holy shit, this is getting (laughs) real go. And then I was like, okay, this is real. You're competing now. Um, that's kind of when it hit me from my very first moment, probably the first five minutes in the water. I was like, Whoa, what are you doing? This is insane. Yeah. So it started with a swim. So did, have you ever done a triathlon before? Like, have you been like gotten hit and smacked around in the water and stuff like that? Or nope. 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 I got kicked so hard by all the flippers it was yeah. madness it was insane yeah. I had never done a triathlon I had done lots of open water swim practice like at home but yeah. like in preparation for this event 
but I had never, never done a mass start like that before. Um, so that was wild. That was wild to have that be the first event. Yeah. So it was the swim into the paddle. So the whole thing took like just under an hour and a half. Um, so it was a nice big, long workout to just be like, welcome to the CrossFit games type of thing. So that was when it got very real. Oh, that's awesome. But I, yeah. And then how, like, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting because I got to go last year with Ray, one of our members had qualified for the games as well for the master's category, mm-hmm. how you get to like warm up and then you do nothing for like 40 minutes or whatever, give or take, it depends on the event. But I remember like we warmed up for the running event and then it was like 40 plus minutes later that he got to start running because it was raining and stuff like that. But yeah. that was just like, I, I was blown away by that. Like, you know, you warm up and then go and sit yeah. and wait and cool down completely. But yeah. Yeah. You got to get really good at uh, just doing a lot of stuff really cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that for our division too. Like there's nothing, I mean, you can warm up and then you can kind of warm up before, but because there's so many people and the way you walk out and you're, yeah. you're not starting the event warm by any means, but That's- no one is so you just yeah. kind of got to get used yeah. to you kind of got to get used to warming up feeling it out and then cooling down and then the adrenaline helps you that's what i say that's that's crazy though because when you're anytime you're doing like a short intense workout like you want to be perspiring a bit you want to have your heart rate elevated yeah. a bit just because like otherwise it feels like you got you know someone jumping on your chest when you start so i was just blown away that they go from like zero to you know 100 and it's like all right let's try to hang on yeah yeah it's wild it's a different feeling for sure yeah so what what was it like doing doing events like out on the field and stuff like that using the using the zeus rig like what was that like uh it was it was really really cool so um the outdoor, probably my favorite event uh of the whole weekend was one on the field it was the it was event two it was the pig flip muscle up workout um the Zeus rig is wild because the straps are so long. Um, and I love muscle ups. Like it's one of my favorite movements in CrossFit. So doing it on the long straps was like really, really cool. The only thing is like, they're very high and they swing like crazy. So when you, when you drop down, you're like, you can't really jump back up even like you kind of got to get used to having the rings be swinging all over the place. So you kind of got to figure that out. Um, and the pig flip was really, really cool. So we got like three touches on it, like before the event. So like not a whole bunch, mm-hmm. um, but it was really cool to try and like almost figure that out mid-workout. Like that was a really cool thing for me. So the field is wild because it's really, really hot on there too. Um, I remember the run toes to bar workout. It was like, I don't even know how long it was. I think it was like three miles total and like 90 toes to bar. And I just remember people just dumping little cups of water like all over their head because every time you got back onto the field to do the toast bar your chalk like it was just like like getting like paste like in your hand because it was so hot um so the field was cool it's it's fun because then you also have the element of like the sun being your eyes when you're trying to jump up to the bar like where you're going to put your chalk like just so many different elements when you when you work out outdoors that I think it's just super cool adds a little bit more preparation and strategy into like what you're doing too. Like where, like, where are you going to put your chalk? So you don't like step on it or so it doesn't get too hot or like 
Are you yeah. going to wear your sunglasses yeah. for this movement, but not this movement so you can see, but they're not going to fall off your face. Like there's just so many little things that go into it that I just yeah. think it's really cool. Yeah. No, no. And is that no, stuff man. that you would kind of like practice during training and stuff like that too? And thought about? No, no. no. Okay. That was, <laughs> yeah. So that's something that like, I, I hadn't really practiced or thought of, like, that's kind of something that you don't really realize is a thing until you're there. Yeah. So, so you bring you bring your big um, aviator glasses or whatever, and it's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have worn these. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I didn't wear sunglasses because I'm like not comfortable working out with them on. But now, okay. like, that's something that I would train and practice. Like, which movements can I wear them with? Which movements are comfortable? Like, which which events do I need to wear sweatbands for so the sweat doesn't drip down my hand and make the chalk paste? Like, those yeah. are all little things that I had no idea even were a thing until they yeah. happened to me. <laughs> um so I think it's cool to learn through experience like that but I definitely did not train those strategies before something you kind of learn through it happening to you okay so so when you were there competing and you're you know you get to see these people that you're watching on like YouTube and through documentaries and stuff like that did you feel like you were meant to be there when you were on the field next to them um I did I it's hard to it's hard to feel like I guess your first year you're a little bit intimidated like I definitely was but I'm also very competitive so I didn't really it didn't really bother me too much I was like we all made it we're all here with zero points we're all here for the same reason we're all here competing to stand on that podium like no one's here competing to not do that so it kind of evens the playing field and yes there's girls that have been here like eight plus times yes there's rookies but it's a little bit intimidating um just because like some girls are just like the biggest like the biggest names in the sport are right there and you're standing side by side with them but I definitely did feel like like I belonged and I think you have to I I don't think you can go into that competition and and succeed if you don't think that so I don't know if I just tricked myself into like thinking that way or if I truly believed it but I I did like I was like, no, I was telling myself all weekend, like, you're meant to be here. You made it. You deserved it. Like, go rock it type of thing. And I don't know if I was just tricking myself, but it worked. So no, that's a a good mentality to have. That's a good, good idea to like, you know, not put them on a pedestal above you and stuff like that. Look at them as like, you know, the even playing field and everyone's starting with zero points. Like that's, I think that's an amazing attitude to have and, and, you know, going into it. Yeah, um, I think you 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 can't be competitive if you if you if you think that you've already lost before it started. So no, you sure. you have to believe that you can that you can stand on the podium. If you're not there to win, like what are you doing, right? Yeah. So you just, you just here to, to hang out, get some photos, get some free swag. Yeah, like yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Thank you for making the time to listen to the Better Than Yesterday podcast hosted by Stark Strength and Conditioning. If you liked our show, please head over to the iTunes store and give us a rating. If you have any questions or suggestions about topics you'd like to hear us cover or people you think should be on this show, please let us know so we can make it happen. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that this podcast makes you better than yesterday.